Yo, people, welcome to the E-Man Effect podcast with your boy E-Man Asuko, aka Uncle E-Man, with my wonderful, beautiful, lovely, luscious, <laughs> delicious, He's delectable, one and only wife of life. Mary Masuko, aka Mimi. Yo, Mimi, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Glad it's the weekend. The sun is shining. Thank you. I have to. I see you. I see you. Lips are shining again. I told you about that. It's all right. It's all right. What do you prefer? Do you prefer gloss or lipstick? Talk to me about this thing. Why? Do you know what? When I first got in a hold doing my makeup, it was a lot of lipstick. Mm. But now it's all about gloss. Yeah. But now I mix it. It's a bit of both. Okay. So, and obviously, the whole nude lips is a, is is a, a big thing at okay. the moment. So, we'll be doing the nude lips. Okay. okay. Right. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm definitely always, I grew up on girls with lip gloss, and it I never really like grew up with girls with lipstick. It's your aunts and your mum that need yeah, lipstick. But, but makeup I guess is, as we got older, you know, it's evolved. Yeah. And, you know. and I think certain looks still call for lipstick. So. Yeah, okay. That's cool. You, know, you do your thing, man. I'm sure you know think better than me. I'm not even trying to teach nobody nothing. I'm just, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm just a fan of gloss. I'm a gloss fan, people. I'm a gloss fan. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, how's your week been since you last? The week has been okay. I think, yeah, the week has been okay. I think the weather, today's weather made up the week. Okay, okay, okay. How about you? How's your week been? My week has been good. I'm blessed. Things are just amazing. Like, <laughs> just like you guys are probably why are you asking questions like we don't live in the same house? Yeah, but we're on the pod, isn't it? It's different. Like, I hate we're asking the question off us. It's for them, isn't it? So they kind of okay. Know How's what? your week been, guys? I hope you guys have had a good week as well. Did you hear the response? <laughs> okay, as long, as long as you didn't hear the response, I don't know what you was expecting. Hence why we'd be asking each other. Yeah, but they can add for their can, comments. Okay, they can comment. Tell them to comment below how their week is. is that, yeah. Is that what you want to be doing? <laughs> Make sure that you be replying when people tell you that we be replying, telling them okay. in the comments. No but, yeah. problem. All right. So, yeah, man, another podcast. We're looking forward to another mm-hmm. topic. Before we get started, you know, you know the drill. Like, if you're liking what we're doing, you're liking the pod, don't be greedy. Don't be keeping it to yourself. Share it with the people. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Obviously, the more you like, the more you share, the more you comment, the more the algorithm spreads it out. Obviously, we're a new pod out here. And we're trying to make the content for you. Definitely, I was going to say, definitely put in the, in the comments any things that you want us to be discussing, any topics you want us to cover, and we'll get to that as well. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, man. All right, let's get into it. What are we talking about today? We're talking about relationships. I know we've been married for over 11 years now and when dating started and the way dating is now is completely different Mm, mm, and mm. I think we still have I don't know if we have set views on how we see dating and relationships but (laughs) every time something we see something we just we always have a discussion about it so we saw something the other day and we had to bring it and discuss it here because our views were different (laughs) conflicting conflicting it was bringing, it was bringing, causing a riot in the house. So I had to come and bring it. And look, it goes like this. Let me read it to you. So me and this guy are dating and I mentioned to him that I'm waiting for marriage to have sex. Yeah? As women do. Mm-hmm. The guy I'm dating says he is cool with that. And then he mentions that we should go Dutch. For anyone that doesn't understand go Dutch, that means to split in half, to, to pay equal amounts. So rather than the guy to pay all for all the food when we go on dates or pay for the whole date. He'll pay for himself and she'll pay for herself. Mm-hmm. So go Dutch. So let me go back to that. So go Dutch when we go on dates because he is saving his money for his wife. She then says, 
WTF. Mm-hmm. I'm a child of God, I can't. But if you know what that means, you know what that means. So then she says, I told him that that's not cool, that he will not be spending money on me because I want to wait until marriage. He says, that's not the case at all, but clarifies that just like sex, he should be a good steward with his money and reserve that for his wife. Miriam, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I understand why she said WTF, because I feel like, and I may be wrong, and this is my personal opinion, I feel like he's equating her holding back on bedroom activities to paying for money. And I feel like the two don't equate. I don't feel like the two are equals to each Ooh. other. I felt like that. Okay, to be fair, we don't know the context of their dating relationship, how long they've been dating, how long the guy has taken her out or anything of those long. We're just reading it based on what's written on that text that Emmanuel read out. And I just felt like the guy is like, obviously, because you ain't giving me any, I'm not going to pay for you anymore. And I just feel like, why are you now saying you're not doing stuff because she's all of a sudden decided that she doesn't want to sit with you? And I felt like he was in the wrong in that respect. Now, I do understand that men are do certain things to get in the bedroom of others and women go out with men because they just want to be taken out. That is not the context here. So that's my view. But Emmanuel disagrees with me. So Emmanuel. So Emmanuel, <laughs> I just think it sounds a bit of entitlement. And I think women are a bit entitled when it comes to these things. So it's like, for me, I'm a man, like I paid... I'll be a hypocrite to say that I'm of the same school of thought as him mm-hmm. um, because I'm not from on the same school of him. I, I paid for, I mean, I don't know how many things you paid for when we've gone out. Like if we're out, I'll pay. And mm-hmm. and, and that's how it's been for our, for our dating. And obviously we come from a church background. So when we were dating, it wasn't necessarily about sex. It was more about marriage and, yeah. and so forth. So I can totally understand from that point of view. However, I do feel like like what you just said is that, oh, he's withholding. But mm-hmm. she is also withholding and there's no problem for her to to withhold. And and my thing is it's not it's not that she's wrong. If she if she feels like she wants to wait till marriage, that is fine. But she shouldn't be forcing her opinion on him. She should say, Well, okay, seeing as that's your standard and that's not for me, I'm gonna go and find somebody else that's happy to wait mm-hmm. for wait till marriage and still happy to spend on me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I understand from his point of view, whereas if you are bringing a standard, if you have standards, rules, regulations when it comes to our dating and this potential relationship that we're trying to build, then why is it wrong for me to also have a standard and withhold? It's the same thing. Why do Why should women feel, if you're working, I'm working, we're on, we make on serious salaries. And this is where we're going to stats. Black women now are actually making more than black men okay. typically right now. Yeah. So if, if we are going out, the likelihood is that we are typically on a similar salary mm-hmm. or even potentially you're earning more than me. But because of your gender, mm-hmm. you feel that it is my responsibility to pay for your food and my responsibility to pay for your cinema. But it's not, it's not yours to pay for mine. And then if I decide that actually if we are dating and I'm trying to keep my money, then you now have a problem with it. But also women will then, on the other hand, then say, oh, but yeah, I expect the man to pay 
But then they also then have an opinion on where they can go when they are not paying. So now you will say, oh, I don't want to go to Nando's. I'm too good for Nando's. I'm too big. You're not paying and you're making requests on the level of, of place. My, if I'm paying and I pay for both of us, I should only be going places that I feel comfortable that I can afford to pay for the two of us. If you want to go somewhere out of my budget, you should be paying for that. Okay. I don't disagree with that point in the sense of, because even I myself don't agree that you should be spending hundreds of pounds on dates when you're not married. Like Imani and I have been married for 11 years. When we know we're spending money, it's for a special occasion. But don't be afraid that you will catch us in a Nando's on a normal date because it's not about blowing our pocket. I do agree on that point. But my point is the fact that he's now said because she's waiting till marriage, which obviously is a, she's waiting to do a physical activity. He's now taking the money aspect out of it. If they had from the get go, obviously when they said dating, so they've gone out on a couple of dates. So maybe he's been patient and waited to see what happens. So they've been, and then she's now dropped this. I don't know if people drop it straight away that they're waiting or anymore. Mm. I don't know how it works anymore in the dating world, but I feel like saying that because I'm not going to give you conjugal visits you're now saying i'm not going to pay you for this i think that's where my problem she said is conjugal visits are we in prison <laughs> you're allowed to say sex I'm allowed to say it's sex. not a swear word <laughs> so because she said that he's not going to my thing is i feel like he's equating spending money to having sex and for some people sex is still they still regard sex as something sacred but, but, but explain is that to me, wrong but explain to me he said i still want to date you i still want to get to know you i still want to go out with you i still want to spend time with you just when it comes to paying for that, I want us to sh- share that equally. You feel like he's doing something wrong. No, I don't. Okay, let me split the two things apart, right? In dating, you don't know how your relationship is going to end up. Mm. So you're just finding out. If he came straight off the bat, I was like, look, we're dating. We're trying to get to know each other. We don't know if this is going to end up in marriage and stuff. I would like us to split some of the dates because it's to see if it's beneficial for both of us. Then I'll be like, okay, I assume. And you know, if people are serious, you can tell off the bat if someone is serious, if they're just using you for Hakkasan and Mm -hmm, Nobu, mm -hmm. I wouldn't even have a problem with that. I think, or maybe I'm just seeing as that sex isn't a currency, like sex is something a bit more. But for me, I just feel like it's, it's give and take, isn't it? Okay. And I feel like if I'm a man and I'm coming into a relationship, now again, like I said, I'm a man of, of God and faith mm-hmm. and so forth. But I just think in general, like we can't act like men are not having sex. Like, I know women, they are not, are. women are not having sex. So sex is part, is an important part mm-hmm. of a relationship outside of marriage. Yes. Because not everybody wants to get married and not everybody. So That's fair. So that's fair. So what we're saying here is, is that if it's an important part, if she's deciding, what he's saying is if you are deciding to withhold an important part to me, because it's all about give and take, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So if, like you said, if he said at the beginning, that's one thing. He's not saying that that's his view. He said, I'm happy to spend on you if I'm getting sex, because I feel like what he's trying to say to himself is that he feels like it's that give and take. He would have got something out of it. So if I spend on you and we have, and I get the sexual side of things, mm-hmm. then I'm getting what I want out of it. And therefore, I don't feel like I've been boxed. I don't feel like I've been robbed. Do you know what I mean? If if that's happening, if you're deciding to take that off the table, now, it's different if you say, okay, I'm going to wait a few months or six months or whatever or, or whatever like that. That's your standard. And that's for him to decide whether mm-hmm. he's prepared to wait because I don't feel like, I don't feel like we wait enough. And that's another conversation because we'll get into, into that as yeah. well. But I feel like 
if you decide to take something and then somebody matches what you do, it's like a game of chess. If you make one move mm-hmm. and, I, and I make a counter move, why am I wrong for countering the move that you make? If you're putting in restrictions, I should be able to do the same without you saying, oh no, you should spend on me. You should spend your money on me whether I'm giving you sex or not. Who are you to tell me what I should do with the money that I work for? And then how does he know? Like, again, he might be trying to protect himself because there are plenty of girls that will make him just go around taking, how does he know that you don't have three or four other men that you're seeing all telling them you went into a marriage and then you're eating Chinese and Hakkasan and Nubu and Turkish and, do you know what I mean? And Japanese and Indian, do you know what I mean? But is and it- French. And German, like going to go for the whole cuisine. Nigerian, Ghanaian, you're eating it all. Do you know what I mean? Okay, then you're okay. going to bowling. Then you're staying oh, in, then you're staying in expensive. And it's not normal bowling. You can't. We're not talking Hollywood bowl here. You want the, the bowling that's the private lane. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With the food just there, and mm-hmm. you can press the button, and someone comes and take your drink. That's the. Do you understand? You want all of this, and he's saying, "I'm happy to give you that," but then sex needs to be on the table. If sex is not on the table then I'm going to be steward of my money and protect myself. Do you know what I mean? I hear you. I mean, I get what you're saying. But again, maybe I just, as like an old school mentality, I felt like sex was a bit of a, isn't there something else he could have bartered with? I would like to say that women in the old school was giving sex to, I don't want to start No, but a lot of people in the old school, in, in no, the stop it, stop it. Mille- women no, just started I'm not saying sex that, I'm saying that, no, I'm not saying that people didn't have sex people waited or people weren't having sex before marriage. I'm not saying that at all. People can do whatever the hell they want with their body. I'm saying that in the whole dating world, because you see a lot of women now are saying, oh, they've been hurt so many times by guys because they've done da-da-da-da-da that the next relationship, they want to wait. They want to build a connection with the person. That's fine. But then why does it equate to money? It's not that why does it equate? Because like I said, at the end of the day, she should just tell him, if that's your standard, yeah. I know my value. That's fair. I want to find a guy that's going to do that. I'm going to leave that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I've yeah. got a problem for that. My problem is, is her almost f- trying to force him to do something that she wants when he is p- respecting the values that she wants. That's my thing. Don't try and change somebody else or make somebody else feel bad because because they're making a decision. Just find somebody that believes in what you believe in no, and it's on what you're on and then, and then go ahead. That's fine. You said something that he didn't necessarily like, but he was willing to accept. Yeah. He said something that you don't like. Are you willing to accept it? No. Okay, cool. Find somebody that will do what you want and is willing to wait and still willing to spend on you. For me, and I was speaking to a friend about it, Big Up Claude, and he was saying that, like, you know, give me a quite a few lists of things. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that, you know, again, he finds that the type of women that he attract, if they think that he's stingy or he doesn't spend on them, mm-hmm. those types of women will kind of be disinterested in him. And that's the game. The game is the game. Yeah. If that's the case, then if you know you want a certain stand, a certain level of woman looking a certain way, doing a certain thing. And he mentioned that as well, like about the cost. And I think a lot of men don't think about that. Like, you know, we get up, we put our clothes on, rub a little cocoa butter, you know what I mean? Some beard oil, some sheen, and, yeah. we're, and we're ready to go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe you've got some dats if you're a man like me with waves. You know? I'm just I'm just letting them know. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, if not for that, like women, you know, the makeup, imagine how much that costs. The clothes the, the clothes that you're the, that you're wearing, do you know what I mean? And and the different outfits that you that you have and so forth. Yeah. Like 
You, do you know what I mean? It's a much it is bigger a cost, cost. Yeah, you're not even talking about the wigs and do you know what I mean and all of these types of things that you're that you're doing. So obviously there is a big cost that women are already making in regards to coming out looking okay, good, good and representing themselves in a positive light. So that has to be appreciated and respected. And like I said, I'm not a man. I like to spend, and I, even my friends, even my female friends, when I, when I go out with them, I'll pay. It's not it's not a problem. But what my only thing is is that let's not start forcing you what you want from a certain person like you go find somebody else like that will do that will give you what you want rather than trying to make somebody feel bad because they have a standard to protect themselves when you have a standard to protect yourself wow um okay i hear you i mean i feel like if this is the way the standard is going to be everybody just needs to be upfront from the get-go because Mm -hmm. it will avoid a lot of confusion anger heartache and every other emotion that's attributed to dating, I feel if this is what you want to do, just tell the guy. If the guy is not interested, he can move on. If he's interested, then he'll stay around and see how it develops with each other. But I don't know. I guess in that example, I don't necessarily agree, but maybe he's reacting to her. And maybe, I don't know if that's the right reaction, but yeah, I think this this is we agree to disagree on. No, yeah, we got to agree to disagree, of course, because you know women, you're not entitled, innit? You're not, for How like, are you entitled? Like, you're entitled. For you, to, for you to think that, for you to have a, to wake up and go out, eat something mm-hmm. at your big age, you're not a child, you're an adult, you've got a job, you mm-hmm. make money and expect that somebody else should pay for you. No, that's but... Entitlement. That's, there are women that go to the bar go out to clubs. Mm-hmm. They don't bring, they ain't got no money. They just stand by the bar, smile at guys, guys will buy them drinks and that's it. There are women that go to clubs, look at tables where they're buy, buying tables and then they'll go on the table and drink champagne for free. Well, and don't you feel like because... How much man... Mm-hmm. If a man said, oh yeah, I'm going to go to the club, stand by the bar and smile at girls and hopefully they buy me a yeah, drink. This... I'm going to look for a group of girls that have champagne on the mm-hmm. table and then I'm going to try and see if they can let me sit with them and then drink their champagne. Oh, I would look at them. But I feel like this all boils down to, the, again, the social construct that men are the ones that are supposed to do everything. That has been ingrained in us from day dot that men are supposed to be providers. Men are the ones that are supposed to take care of women. Men are supposed to be a safe place for women. And that's why, and a lot of women are brought up thinking a man should provide for you, a man should take care for you, and a man should take care of you. So we still have that notion that whoever we're with, whoever, I mean, don't get me wrong, some women are taking that and running to, again, Mm. all these expensive restaurants because of that. But that social construct is still there. So how do we remove that? I said everybody's on equal footing, on an equal partnership, and that's that. No, you have your standards. Everyone should have their standard mm-hmm. and find someone that matches the standard that they have. Okay. And everyone should have their value. There are there are loads of women who are, would, don't even need you to pay and they'll ha- have sex with you on the first date and keep it moving. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's not a bad thing. That's They, they feel empowered and, and that's how they move. And yeah. They don't need to feel bad for that. That's how they move. That's their thing. I don't feel like there's one set of guy, one set of woman. I just think it's, out, it's up to each and every one of us to move in a way that we feel like is right for us, that represents us well, that's true to ourselves and our core beliefs. Yeah. And then find somebody that matches that. Well, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Find someone who works with you and things will be so much easier. Yo, my people, if you're liking the podcast, liking the juice and the sauce that we're providing, then make sure you share. Don't be selfish. Don't be keeping it to yourself, keeping all the good stuff like a hoarder. Oh, and no. share it out. Let the people ever know and keep it out there. Where can they find us? Maybe? You can find us on Spotify, Apple and Amazon. Please follow us. Thank you. Blessings.
in regards to relationships and and even like how things are changing mm-hmm. where do you feel like it lies now so if for example we have a relationship and we have like a woman like you let's say we're together now you're on 100k mm-hmm. and i'm on 30 30k mm-hmm. number one would you even look at me it depends talk to us what does it depend so on? i guess for me if if i meet a guy and he's like this is what he's on but for instance I know people that start off maybe like lower level banking or whatever, mm. but they work, rise through the ranks. And before you know it, they're wealth managers, all of this stuff, or, you know, they start off on the trading floor, but in two to three years, you know that their career is going to blow and you can see that they have that drive and hunger. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm on a hundred K, if I know, if I can see that he has that drive and hunger and he wants to be successful and he's going to push it, then for me, it's not a problem. My issue would be, if number one, you're on 30K, then you're now approaching me in a way because you're upset because I make 100K and I've worked hard to get to where I am, but you don't have the drive and hunger to succeed to be better, then I don't feel like we'll be in a relationship. I feel, I was listening to something today and this woman said how she was dating a guy and they were, I think they met in uni or college or whatever, and she's got a disability or she had something, she had a disability, but they did an exam she passed, he failed, and he just switched on her mm. and just started calling out all the things he saw that was wrong with her because he felt like because he was a guy mm. and she had her issues, she was lower than him. But the moment she beat him at something, he just switched and became this other person and obviously they broke up. So for me, if we're together and for some odd reason I might get a promotion and your career is still not taking off and you just start switching on me, then I don't want to be with someone. I need someone that's comfortable in what they're doing and happy with what they're doing. Okay. All right. But what about like if everyone's got a different pro- so maybe money's not your thing. What mm-hmm. about like a guy that's shortening you? So what if like there there are certain things that people yeah people have like so what if a guy has money has like are there standards should we have a standard are we now saying that we're are we willing to miss out on love or miss out on that relationship because of certain standards should we be flexible with them in this day and age I think you should be flexible with standards because just because a guy might be shorter than you mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean he's not the best husband father lover provider doesn't mean anything like at the end of the day if you're happy with it and he's happy being shorter than you then what's the problem but if you're saying that this is your standards and and you don't want to break from it then be ready to accept the consequences of what you get dealt with whatever standard that you've Mm. put for yourself before Emmanuel I briefly dated someone who was the kind of the same height as me but when I wore heels I was taller and it was an issue and I was like I don't mind dating someone the same height as me but they don't need to have an issue with me wearing heels and Emmanuel doesn't have an issue with me wearing heels as he would likely say that it's it's the perfect place for him to lay his head on my breast so it's not a problem you can't say breast breast <laughs> is English don't be shy to say breast so, for me, Bryce is English. And yes, I like it when you wear heels because my head is closer to your Bryce. So for me, I feel like be flexible with your standards because you could walk past the love of your life just because he's an inch shorter than you or the same height as you. So that's my thought process on it. What do you think? I think, yes, it's important to have standards. I think it's important to have values. Mm-hmm. I think values are more important. I think we should focus yeah. on values, like the type of person rather than, you know, dark skin, light skin, tall, short. I think it's all about core values because 
I've never heard someone, you know, the reason you're if you get divorced mm-hmm. or break up won't be the oh because of yeah. the physical. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It will typically be because of the core values that are missing, the way that the person treats you or speaks to you, or the way the person's behaving, or or the disconnect yeah. that's come because the person's cold to you or doesn't have time for you. Do you know what I mean? These yeah. are the reasons. But money is a big thing. Money is a big issue in regards to divorce. We saw we saw that it became the biggest reason for people divorcing in 2019. It's gone back to the second biggest thing for people divorcing even now. How important is money and finance? And how are you ever going to know? You could meet someone today and they've got money. And then during your marriage, they could end up losing their job or the the industry they're in. The world's changing. Yeah. You, if you worked in, you know, oil or these types of things before, what, what happens when we go all nuke, we go like all carbon, yeah. all of these things free? People's industries are changing. There are jobs now like influencers that mm. didn't exist before. You That's know what I mean? True. So, Someone could be making money now in a certain industry and in five, ten years' time, that industry become redundant because of new technology. Do you then say, oh, I'm leaving them? I think that comes down again to why you got married to the person you got married to. If you got married or to dating, them, please. Or, or dating, sorry. Or why so she's, you're like, dating. she's a Christian, uh, very Christian woman. And she only thinks of relationships in marriage. No, don't lie that. We do promote marriage. We feel like marriage is a good thing. And it's definitely something that we should promote. But please, don't feel pressure to get married. You can't date. You can't do boyfriend and girlfriend and do enjoyment. It's your own business, okay? (laughs) This guy. I want listeners everywhere. I don't want to... You want only be married to listen to our podcast. Oh, gosh. Okay, so let me me rephrase my sentence. If you're dating someone, I feel like you know who you bring around you. Because you know from taking someone out on a couple of dates, you will mm. know their character. I get I know people can lie mm. and people can hide a lot of their things, but I saw something they said date someone through all four seasons. Mm. So yes, we have summer, winter, spring, autumn, but every season brings out a different character of a person. And until you date them through the four seasons, you are that's how you know you're you're truly going to be so if you date someone while you've lost your job you see how they treat you date someone when everything is great you see how you how they treat you date someone while you're moving house and you need somewhere to sleep mm. and you're not do you know what I mean and you see how they treat you I think that's only then you're going to know the real what's the, is it metal or nettle or someone you can't say <laughs> you make it up you're, you're going to see the think, true yeah, I think it's metal metal of someone yeah. so Money is very important in relationships and it's a conversation that you should have mm. from the get-go. Everybody should know what they're doing because if you hide it and it comes out in the future, it could be detrimental, it could be problematic in the long run. Now I'm going to ask you a question that you asked me. Do you think that if a man is earning 30K and a woman is earning 100K, there's a problem? I don't think there's a problem. Mm-hmm. I don't think it depends on what it is that he might be earning 30k, but he might work in an industry where, you know, the top salary is like 40 or 50. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? If he works in the charity sector, for example, yeah. the salaries are a lot lower, but it's mm-hmm. giving back. And that might yeah. be why, why you're drawn to him because of his heart and, and what he does. But he might work in a sector that the salaries are not that high. Whereas you might work in a sector where, you know, you might earn 100k, but that's not even... That that's still yeah. low for the sector that you're in. Do you know what I mean? So it's all relative. For me, it's about feeling comfortable. I think it's how people treat you. I give the example, like, you know, when we first got married, I paid for everything. You didn't even work. You know what I mean? You was at home. I was working. And then 
then you started doing cakes and so forth. But cakes weren't bringing money in straight away. I was still paying paying for everything. Mm-hmm. We was living on pretty much one income. income yeah. And then obviously recession, the recession had hit and the effects of the recession had hit. And, you know, in my sector, banking, a lot of the banks yeah. got rid of financial advisors and, and so forth. And, you know, we had to start from scratch and build up and, and so forth. And then I was on almost nothing. Do you know what I mean? I was on commission only. I went from having a salary to if I don't sell, I don't, don't eat. make money. Do you know yeah. what I mean? At that time, your cake business had, and you were bringing money in. Your energy never changed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Throughout that time, the way you, you, you spoke to me, the way you treated me, even sex wasn't, oh, no, you laugh, but I've got brethren that, you know, have had situations where, you know, when they've lost money, mm. like, their missus is like, I can't even sleep with you. Like, oh, Lord. Are you even a man? Like, you can't pay bills. I have to pay. Even a man. I have to pay bills. This is how women are talking. Jeez. This is how women are talking. Do you know what I mean? So, what I'm saying is, is that you wonder why men are committing suicide left, right, and center. You have to bring that one in there. I'm not killing men in suicide. I hear you. I hear you. Do you know what I mean? Men are killing themselves. So, we have to understand that a lot of the time, these pressures are a lot. And that's why I think sometimes as a man, I get a bit on the whole entitlement, oh, man should pay. Like, mm. you have put a pressure on someone. You don't know where someone's been through. Maybe somebody would like to be able to pay or somebody would like to be able to, but they've lost their job or mm. they've had to look after them, look after their parents. Maybe they've had a hard upbringing. Maybe they, they don't get the education system isn't the way that their learning style ain't for it. So they haven't, they haven't got great grades. So they haven't been able to get a good job. Yeah. Maybe they've been discriminated at work. Like you don't know what people have been through for you to now say, if you can't pay, you can't date. Like you know what I'm saying? If you can't afford to pay for us, you're not a man. Do you know what I mean? And some women just walk around like, oh, yeah, a man should pay. But you don't know what's going on. You don't know what men are going through. Yes, there are men that are just sitting down doing nothing. Like, they don't even, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But there are, are, are men that are trying and feel pressure that, you know, if I want to get a partner, I must earn this whole 100K. Do you know how many people earn 100K? Very few. But we talk about it like it's, like it's an it's average nothing, salary. Yeah. Like, it's not even close. I think it's something like, 7% of people. Something like that. Something like it's that. It's really little. And then um, if you go to 127K, I think it's only 3% of people earn over 127K. So not, let's call it 90% of people earn are earning way less than 100, yeah. 100K. Do you know what I mean? 50% of people, I think, are earning 25 grand. I think that's the average salary. Mm. 50% of people are on 25 grand. Wow. So when you're now saying you want to go to a Nobu and, go, and these places are, the, the meal is like 200, 300 pounds. But why do you think the pressure is there to go to these restaurants? Why? Social media, man. Social media. There's a pressure of, I think that's what killed Nando's. And I think that's where Nando's are trying to, if I was in the marketing sector, marketing team of Nando's, mm-hmm. I would be trying to make the restaurants look more instable, mm. more flower walls, and yeah. more, more picture booths and things. things Low lighting, in, low, lighting uh, neon lighting, neon, all of that neon stuff, lighting, yeah. make it more somewhere that people can take pictures and still feel like this is a nice environment. Yeah. A lot of them, you know what I mean? A lot of them is, is brown, is dark, which is cool. For, I get the whole vibe that they're trying to do. But obviously, I think that is one of the reasons where you go to these other restaurants and they've got literally, you know, walls for, to take pictures in and there's a service as well. You know, Nando's, you got to go do everything yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there's a level of service and you're like, well, what am I paying for if I have to go and pick my own plate? I have to go, no one's coming to take my order. You say, I've got to go and queue to order. Do you know what I mean? I hear you. So I totally get that. But I think, you know, that's one of the big pressures. But I also feel like people don't love themselves. Oof. Why did you say that? I feel like we love what people think of us. Okay. But we don't take the time to love ourselves. Yeah? And there's a big difference. Like for me, 
I have learned to love myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who I am, the way I am, and I'm comfortable in any environment being who I am. Yeah. Okay. And so I remember when I was younger, that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And so because of that, you don't love yourself. So you, you do things to make that you think people will love or like about you. Okay. So I'm going to go to these restaurants. Yeah. I'm going to go, look at how much people got private member club now. Yes. Listen, got private club membership talking about networking. You never go. <laughs> do you understand? But even when you go, do you even talk to anybody yeah. other than the people you came with? Did you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so a lot of things is for show. A lot of things is for show. A lot of things is for show. A lot of things people do, oh yeah, you know, like I said, we don't discuss cinema. We go to the cinema where you can eat free course meal. Free course meal, Do you understand? Why? Because this is Instagrammable. This is, you can do this stuff and show, we've almost equated how much you care Mm. by how much you spend. It's a lie. But isn't that dangerous though? Because that's not reality. That's not real life. It's scary to me because we have, sometimes we have the best days just going to a Hollywood Bowl and bowling, not going to these fancy restaurants. the best days in our yard. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, put them kids to sleep, have, a, have, have bands, put on something, crack some jokes, eat some food. So because everyone lives on what they can show on Instagram, when reality hits, they're not fulfilled with that. And that's why they're for, they feel like they forever have to keep chasing that Instagram reality in real life. I think it's just social media in general. I think, you know, even when you, how much of us, now because of TV and the way TV is, mm-hmm. we prefer reality. So we watch YouTube yeah, because we know it's real. Whereas we know TV has been scripted, scripted and it's not, it doesn't feel real to us. Even though now the reality stuff is becoming scripted, but that's a whole different thing. But we're more watching and then you get to pick what you, rather than, oh, I must watch this at this time, you get to pick what you're watching. And so now you're, look at the things that you're watching. You're watching people at their best. Even the people that you watch, the influence you watch, that's at their best yeah. a lot of the time. Do you know what I mean? And even when they're at their worst, they've planned it. Listen, when an Instagrammer wakes up out of bed and yawns, who switched the camera on? <laughs> That's they so go to sleep true. with the camera. You know, these cameras, they don't even last that it's long. It's true. That this is, is so true. This is all made for... for yeah. The, I only know because I, I make content. I know where I've gone. You see what I'm saying? I make content. So it's one of them things where that sometimes we believe what we see. Mm. So you said it's not reality. But to a lot of people, they believe it's reality because they are seeing normal people who talk about a normal background yeah. and a normal upbringing, grow up in a normal place just like them, living these lives. So they assume that this is what the norm do. Normal, yeah. And it's not. It's not. That's what can become dangerous, man. But I really want people to just understand, love yourself and surround yourself with people that appreciate you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The way you are and not trying to, and if people are trying to encourage you to be better, like that's amazing. And and it's good to have people around you that are trying to, but be, do it at your own pace. Yeah. Don't feel like, you know, you must all of a sudden become an entrepreneur or a CEO because that's what that's what that's you're what doing. doing. Like your time will come. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if you have people that are, it's your life. I always, it's like your television show. Your life is like your TV show, your channel, and you can decide what's on your channel. If you have people that have a negative influence on you or put you down or feel like they put pressure on you to do yeah. things before you're ready, then let them go and find people who accept you as you are and are prepared to grow with you and build with you at the level that you are. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Even in personal experience, like I, like we shared in other podcasts about me changing careers and mm. stuff. And I realized when I got into this year that I was just going to surround myself with positivity because what when your change is such a huge part of your life, you need 
cheerleaders. I'm not even going to lie. You need people that can tell you that you can do it. You need people to tell you that you're going to be a success and they're going to hold you accountable because you've said you want to achieve this. If you surround yourself by people who doubt you, you will doubt yourself. And in nine times out of 10, you won't even do what you've set yourself to do. And I'm grateful that I have the best cheerleader ever. Like, honestly. Uh, uh, <laughs> is it me? Well, you're number one. Oh, and, you know, and, and I'm grateful for some of the other people that have really stood by me with this journey. They text me, I'm just checking out you're doing what you said you're going to do. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you're going to have to answer to them. So, yeah, like what he said, love yourself, stay true to yourself. I don't know who he is. Who is oh, he? sorry. Like, oh, I pointed to you. What are you stuck? Is that the name that God gave me? Is that the name that my Shall mother I say gave your me? Name? Can, what he said? <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> he, could, so, he could be someone outside. I, who is he? Well, I'm talking to you. You're talking to me? Yes. Do I have a name? Of course. Oh, you can call me a man. You can call me a husband. Uh, husband. I've can, never called you a husband. You can call me sugar daddy. You, can, <laughs> you are not my sugar daddy. I can, I'm be, your, sugar I can be your sugar something. <laughs> I definitely look older than you. I can be whatever. No, I'm just saying. Who is he? He can He? He. Okay, so like Emmanuel said, oh, come on, please love yourself, surround yourself with positive people, and be positive with your thinking, and um, you will achieve whatever you need to achieve. So, Mister Emmanuel, husband, baby father, come on, you babe, see, love you of see. my life, you see, tip of the week. <laughs> I think I think it's something else. Wait, oh see. Lord, the thing is wrapping up. She's getting too excited. It's hot. In the room. Oh, Lord. Yeah, tip of the week. My tip of the week is when it comes to relationships, focus on your core values mm -hmm. over the kind of superficial things. Just have a list of, you know, if you want someone taller than you, then great. If you want someone, if you if, if you have preferences, that's fine. But don't be bound by them. Yeah. Focus on the core values because that's what's going to keep your relationship going is that your core values meet, you're working together, and you're going in the same direction. That's the tip of the week. Mimi, yes. how have you found podcast today? Oh? Podcast has been good. Oh. We had a good time. All right. You lot, please like, share, subscribe. Help us grow. We're trying to build this for you. We're going to keep the episodes coming. Keep the content coming. You know, obviously follow Mimi at, on the Yasuko page. Yasuko page. Follow me on the E-Man Effects. And um, until next time, sayonara. Bye.